This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Jerry Willis. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. I'm Grinnell Scott. A vehicle crash at the U.S.-Canadian border leads to tense moments and the possibility of terrorism ahead of a holiday. For us, again, the, the audience out there and the citizens who are concerned about, you know, our, our movements and about visiting our relatives on, on a day like today, and what should we do, it does create a lot of uncertainty. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. The day before Thanksgiving is traditionally one of the busiest travel days of the year. Wednesday in upstate New York, it came to a halt as two men in a car sped toward the Rainbow Bridge checkpoint at the U.S.-Canadian border, hit a concrete barrier, went airborne, their car catching fire when it hit the ground. The men in that car died. Terrorism was suspected. U.S. and Canadian officials sprung into action with closures and other precautions. After a while, the story began to change, leaning toward reckless drivers heading toward Canada who lost control of their car. It begs the question, two decades plus after 9-11, is terrorism always the first thing we must rule out in cases such as this, even when it may not be terrorism? Yeah, it's certainly frustrating and for law enforcement also to kind of get on scene and try to unravel something, um, you know, from the time that they, they, they're given the report and what, what eyewitnesses see and many eyewitnesses see different things. And for them to get on scene and start to, you know, unravel it does take a while. Bill Daly is a former FBI investigator and security expert. For us, again, the, the audience out there and the citizens who are concerned about, you know, our, our movements and about visiting our relatives on, on a day like today, and what should we do? It does create a lot of uncertainty. Uh, but as we can see now, as they kind of peel things back, as they kind of roll back the clock, if you will, uh, they're slowly putting together what may have been the actual uh, incident as opposed to what was first reported. And what we are hearing, and, and we'll go ahead and put it out there, is what we're hearing is it may have been a case of of reckless driving, uh, may have been something to the effect of people in a stolen car trying to get across the border. But when the looks of it at the front end uh, happened to mimic something that uh, is so uncertain when you talk about terrorism, and we are 
20 plus years on after 9-11, we always go there first. And and that is something that that 9-11 and other events that we have seen since that time have conditioned us to do. They have. And, and you know, I would probably say today's incident, and the reason why I think the flags went up very quickly on this, and people were defaulting to that position of, you know, a potential terrorist attack, is that, you know, this, this vehicle when it, it kind of what's called an explosion, you know, whether that was because of the gas in the vehicle or, or not, we don't not too sure as, at this moment, you know, but it didn't just happen on, you know, uh, on an open highway someplace or in a parking lot outside of a convenience store. You know, it, it happened at the border crossing at a government checkpoint. And as, a, as such kind of raised all those flags and those antennas went up on people to say, oh, my gosh, you know, it looks and kind of sounds like something on a big travel day uh, that this could be, you know, an actual, you know, terrorist type incident. Although, as we know, now it's being kind of walked back a bit uh, to, to say that, you know, potentially there was uh, maybe there was, uh, you know, people fleeing. Maybe it was a stolen car. Maybe they were being chased. Uh, we don't not too sure what the what the cause was, because the high rate of speed, even to those people who are, are familiar with car crashes that first thought, you know, it looked like something more than just a car crashing and catching on fire instantaneously. So uh, I think, you know, we probably wise to be thinking that way and wise to have our antenna up. It was just only recently in the past week that FBI Director Ray, you know, had testified before Congress and has spoken elsewhere about the increased concern about kind of lone individuals or inspired individuals who may look to carry out some type of, of terrorist act as a result of the war in the Mideast. You are a former FBI investigator. Uh, the FBI was on scene uh, at, at this incident at the Rainbow Bridge. What are some of the first things that uh, investigators from the FBI are looking for? Not to give away too many trade secrets, but um, what are some of those questions, those initial questions that they try to answer? Yeah. Well, the first thing is, you know, exactly. Was this an explosion or was this a just a car that exploded because of its impact? And, you know, it's, it's that both through visual observation. So if there are videotapes from different angles looking at at this crash, can that give them a, a good sense of what happened? Um, they will also kind of do some technical analysis and bring in their experts to do some chemical analysis on the re remains of the vehicle to see if there are any remnants of any any type of explosive material and kind of rule that out. So I've actually been on scenes where initially it wasn't people weren't too sure what it was. Is it you know is it a gas explosion? Is it is it something else that could happen just spontaneously by itself? Or was it man-made? Was it intentional? Was it intentional explosion? And so. You know, that needs to be the first the first order, you know, and then it is kind of going through the, the rigors of understanding then, which they still will do anyway, uh, even if it was just a, a, a tremendous vehicle accident, you know, who these individuals were. Was that accident, you know, intentional? You know, where, where you know, suggestion is maybe it was a errant vehicle going out of control that was trying to maybe go across the border. But, you know, we've seen other cases here in the U.S. where, where vehicles have been used and uh, actually terrorist um, uh, platforms have encouraged people to use vehicles as, as a weapon. We've seen them used and even in New York City where people have mowed, mowed down on sidewalks intentionally. So they'll start to look at some of the other motives behind it. Again, kind of ruling out the worst severe thing that it was a terrorist incident and, and maybe understanding a bit more what the complexity of the issue was and kind of, you know, rolling back what people's first perceptions were to what the reality is. We've been speaking with Bill Daly, former FBI investigator and security expert, 
We'll have more after this. Let's broaden out a little bit uh, because when we talk about things like this, and it can happen anywhere at any time, and, and that is why we hear so many times we ask people to be vigilant, uh, to always watch their surroundings, be aware of their surroundings. It is the holiday season. People gather uh, for parades, for outdoor gatherings, for every kind of thing imaginable under the sun when it comes to uh, the holidays. And um, when you think of the border uh, of U.S. and Canada, uh, a transportation hub like that, when you think of uh, subways and trains like uh, we have in New York City, when you have airports uh, that uh, I believe one had to be shut down in this case, at least for a little while, Governor Hochul and uh, Prime Minister Trudeau on each side of the border taking precautions. Um, there are so many things that have to be done as far as taking precautions in a situation like that. Transportation is something that is always a focus when it comes to uh, terrorist activities, something that is always a target. That is one of the, the more dangerous things that uh, people can target when it comes to people wanting to commit an act of terrorism and wanting to get as many people as they possibly can. Am I correct in saying that? Uh, that's a fair statement. Is they they like to have their their cause literally going to you know be on that front page be, to be uh, an atrocity that draws tremendous amount of attention to it. Even when you think about the the Thanksgiving Day parade that is uh, on the horizon, uh, and that uh, when you have so many people along the streets of New York, and you talked just a little bit earlier about you know cars having the potential of running into the uh, the crowded streets of New York where people gather, and we hear the NYPD during their. Uh, security press conferences for the the Macy's parade saying please be vigilant please watch your surroundings we can protect you only so much you have to you have to be our eyes and ears out there a lot of what law enforcement can do depends on what the people see out there and and the people are a, a, a very important partner to law enforcement when it comes to noticing something that may just be a little off out there. Exactly right. And, and you know, you know, the, the adage of kind of see something, say something, you know, maybe has kind of gotten, you know, beaten well over the years since 9-11. But I think its essence is still out there and needed because actually what what authorities are, are looking for is were for people to report things, you know, in advance of, of something happening. You know, it's it's understanding perhaps a bit what, you know, what neighbors, what are they seeing from people who might be, who seem to be out of place or doing things that are, are suspect. Um, you know, people talking in a way that suggests that they may be considering carrying out some act because of some grievance they have. So that's that's probably the, the first tripwire that that authorities are looking for is some early warning information about people who may be in the early stages, if not plotting, that potentially could be plotting, you know, incident. And the others would be for personal security and protection. You know, when you're in a public space, is 
you know, kind of looking around, much like, you know, I do these days, whether I'm at a mall or whether I'm in a movie theater, you know, is looking to say, where are those emergency exits? You know, what would I do if somebody came into this space and was was wanted to shoot something or, or, or do some type of act? How could I get me and my family out safely? And, and I think that's what people are saying to be vigilant. You know, there are a number of other tripwires out there that uh, that individuals, you know, can't control. And that's what uh, the the authorities, whether it's law enforcement like the FBI, are, are doing to monitor individuals who maybe come across their radar, or perhaps look at sh- social media postings that may suggest that individuals, um, you know, are being radicalized in some way or being, you know, pushed in a direction that suggests that they may be committing an act. So there are a number of things out there that are being done, uh, but when you talk about larger open open air. Um, let's say performances, if you will, like the like the like a big parade, like a holiday parade coming up. You know, it is very difficult uh, to control what happens, except in maybe some immediate areas where there's, let's say, the performers are going on, and and they can control that with tickets, and they can control that with with security and screening. But along the route, um, besides closing off streets and keeping those cars a good distance away, where they wouldn't have a chance to. Uh, to interfere with the parade or run down individuals, you know, it's 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 more of a risk out in those places where you can't control that immediate environment, um, as opposed you might in a place where let's say the performances are in in let's say for the uh, Thanksgiving Day parade in in front of Macy's, where you can control that and give it for tickets only and screen the area before the show starts. You mentioned social media just a, a moment ago. Is that one of the quickest ways, or maybe quickest is not the best term, is that one of the easiest ways to see that somebody has been compromised, to see their postings, to see what they're saying? Is that one of the easiest ways to determine this person could be a danger? I think in, in today's today's day, yes, it, it is. Um, you know, most people have some type of social media footprint. Um, and in many cases, the people who are perhaps encouraged to commit uh, heinous acts, you know, are on these platforms, then, then they're being encouraged or they're seeking it out because it fulfills some, um, some, some, some need of theirs to be involved with others. And, and if that's where you may see uh, authorities looking, looking to see if they can identify individuals who are being kind of drawn into that or being compromised and being encouraged to commit acts. Um, so that's probably the, uh, to, in this day and age, the, the easiest way. And the others are, and they take a little bit more time to unravel, is when, you know, if people see something where they see, you know, a neighbor who may have, you know, spoken perhaps about, you know, doing something violent or maybe not, and they see them, you know, buying up additional weapons or, or going out and, 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 you know, buying things that are out of sorts, too much, you know, fertilizer and diesel fuel or something like that, which are kind of on the extreme uh, edges of this. But, you know, something that really kind of, you know, draws people's attention to say, I need to let authorities know, but that'll take a while for them to really understand what those individuals are up to. So, yeah, today, social media and those platforms, uh, those instant communication platforms are the, are the ones where people are both drawn to where law enforcement they can go and see whether or not uh, who those people are, if they're being encouraged or they're communicating in some way that suggests uh, that they're either being you know, radicalized in some way or being drawn into committing an act of violence. Vigilance is the way of the world. If we all do our part, we can keep each other safe. Bill Daly is a former FBI investigator and a security expert. Bill, thank you for joining us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. You're very welcome. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Thank <laughs> you.